0: Okay, I've been promising that I would talk about my weekend, and so I'm going to try to do it in this recording, um, but I hadn't really decided sort of what, I guess I'll just do a chronological recounting as much as I can. Um, first of all, I spent the weekend uh, in Deception Pass State Park in a little uh, cove called, uh, well, not a cove, it's a bay, it's called Cornet Bay, there's a campground there and uh me and about 80 of my closest friends uh all gathered for a little spiritual retreat and we hung out two three nights four days three nights wait no friday saturday sunday so three days and three nights so i left on early monday morning i think it's all kind of a blur. Um I did have a day off beforehand to kind of get myself prepped and ready. Um and packed and taken in, in, take Weston over to the border. Uh things like that. Not the border like a country border, but like the place to be boarded uh to be kept while I was gone. Um you know, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I left Friday afternoon, the drive was uh, uneventful. Well, I shouldn't say uneventful. There was like a sleet storm halfway there that I kind of drove through. And the weather, once I got there, was um, uh, uh, windy and rainy. But that was just for like the first night. Uh, And I put photos up on my Instagram Um, I'll see if I can't put a link to my Instagram so you can, I'll I'll probably have a featured photo on the blog post, but, um, yeah, I got a chance to do some hiking. There's some great trails, really simple, easy, well-groomed, uh, walking trails, uh, up there. I didn't go super, and I didn't go like ham on the trails. I'm not that fit, but, uh, there was one that just leaves right out of the campground and, apparently gets all the way down to one of the north beaches uh, in the Cornet Bay area. Not the actual Cornet Bay beach, but the, the other side of the Highway 20 kind of divides the park. Anyway, uh, 0.7 mile one way, not not that big of a deal, uh, but I, my timing was not good. This would be early Saturday morning. Uh, for whatever reason, my getting settled on Friday night, um, my, my cabin was not that far away from everybody else, but I had it to myself. And so uh, uh, I was kind of, and, and there's no cell phone reception out in these places where it's very little. So you get closer to more of the main halls, um, the rec hall or the uh, uh, the main dining hall. Uh, uh, there's a little bit better reception, but out where I was, uh, there, there was practically no bars. So I wasn't really getting much in the terms of messages. So when I finally kind of looked up. I saw a little uh messenger icon from a friend that was like, "Are you coming to dinner <laughs> and so i I look out and I'm like, "Oh yeah, I guess so. And by the time I got there, there was barely anything left. Fortunately, because I'm one of those pack rats, I knew to bring um backup food, substitute food, and I had access to the kitchen so uh, uh after everybody kind of cleared out, I went and made myself something to eat, make sure I was taking care of myself, taking care of you know getting my meds, and all that good stuff anyway, boring, boring, boring. Uh, so, for Saturday morning, I did not take my camera with me. Uh, I just took my cell phone. But I got some trail pictures. And I think I posted those first to my Instagram because I was getting signal. And so, those have been shown and shared there. And then I, got, I made sure to turn around. So, I didn't get to the end of that trail into that beach because I didn't want to miss another meal. So, I head back. Uh, and made it for breakfast. It was a good breakfast. Um, our, uh, our our person that ran the kitchen and decided to run all the meals did a fantastic job of keeping everybody fed. Um, and then, yeah, the day was filled with uh, activities and and visiting and gathering and just catching up. It's been like four years since I've been to one of these. And uh uh the organized events and things like that were just spectacular you know it's when you're spending uh time with like minded people and especially people you have visited with on similar occasions over the years it's it's like coming back home to a uh, a family you don't see very often it was quite a lot of fun so we had a full day a full evening my cabin, unfortunately, I had there was a, there's a park host there that like that manages sort of you know all the other uh, facilities and things like that, and I could have gone and talked to them about the heat <laughs> in my cabin, which what didn't seem to be operating. When they came in and gave announcements to our group, they did mention that some cabins had tricky heaters. I think I got the one, the one that was renowned for it, because was never able to kind of get it to warm up. But I brought lots of blankets. And it wasn't totally uninhabitable. Um, Some of these uh, cabins had uh, bathroom facilities in them. Mine did not. I had to go to a separate building, which was not an outhouse, but just a separate dedicated restrooms building uh, with showers and things like that. So, you know, it was, you know, compared to -to day-to-day living, it was a little bit like roughing it. I mean, I wasn't in a tent or anything crazy like that. I did have indoor protection from wind and rain. (laughs) Um, The lighting situation was a little dim, too. But, you know, I'm I'm okay. I'm used to living by myself. I'm used to living on my own. So having an entire cabin with, like, 12 bunks in it to myself wasn't that much of a hardship. (laughs) Um, So then, yeah. So then Saturday happened. Saturday night happened. That's the second night of sleep in there. And the majority of the people left Sunday day. I actually got my camera out. Oh, that's right. I got my camera out Saturday afternoon and went back out onto the trails and actually did some shoots with my Nikon camera. So there's a whole other small album of that on my Instagram as well. And, you know, there's a bay. You'll see it when you see the photos. But there's a there's a, there's a a bay with residences along the water that they can see. That's one of the tricky parts about having that location is you're on a bay with a lot of people, adults, that's potentially a lot of noise that goes over the water. So you got to kind of watch your behavior there. You can't get too, (laughs) too crazy. Um, And of course there's quiet hours because people want to go to sleep. So yeah, Um, there's, there's all that going on. We had fire, fire at their campground, uh, a fire pit. Actually, you know, we didn't have it all that much this year because because of the wind, it was just in 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 the, in the threat of rain. We didn't want to get our firewood wet, so we waited till the last night. Which I guess would have been Saturday night. No, there was a little bit more on Sunday. Well, okay, so let me break it up. So the official event went from Friday, Saturday, and and ended Sunday afternoon, like right at noon. And so a lot of people departed, but then there's. People that put on the event and staff and and things like that that were all there uh, for an extra night to just kind of like review how the whole thing went and talk about plans for the next time and all that kind of stuff. So I stayed on for that extra night, which I don't normally do um, by invitation. So that was fun. And I I got a chance to get a little bit more uh, uh, time with close friends. Now, this is where it gets interesting. Uh, because, um, something that had been happening all weekend was that I, I very uncharacteristically would be losing items on my, my like, personal items. I lost a ring, actually lost two of my rings at one point. I lost a little gift bag and I lost, uh, on Sunday afternoon, Sunday, Sunday night or no, Saturday night. Again, I'm getting lost. It was Sunday night. Monday morning, as as everybody was finally cleaning everything up, which was our responsibility to do, I realized that I'd misplaced my car keys. This was the big thing. Uh, You know, I hadn't planned on staying that last night. I, in my original plan, would have been home by then. Uh, And just kind of having time to unpack and get laundry started and sort of have my extra... Oh that was right I forgot to even mention The only reason I was able to stay that extra night Was I'd been surprised by getting An extra day off right when I was leaving For my weekend Uh, My boss said Oh yeah I've got you off the schedule So you know enjoy And that was a very pleasant surprise So anyway Sunday night Hanging out with everybody Doing the last hurrah kind of thing And I remember it getting chilly Getting cold And me wanting to have a coat And I'd already kind of packed my car, because I, you know, again, had planned on leaving. So I go back to my car, and at this point I'm considering, or having just decided that I'm staying. So I pulled out some of the things that I'd packed, like bathroom sundries and things like that, and set them aside in my trunk. Now, I'm gonna get really, really specific with details here because of kind of what happens next. So I get my coat, I've had my trunk open. I set things aside to be ready to be grabbed for when I need to, wherever I figure out I'm going to bunk again, because the beds kind of change. And I see something scurry away. And I thought, what's that? Uh, it wasn't a rodent. It's too big for a rodent. And then I, you know, kind of reconstruct the image in my mind. And like, was that a fuzzy tail? It must have been a rabbit. Okay. So this is where. I no longer really track any other details. I must have closed my trunk because my trunk was closed. And I had my coat. And I go back off to join up with other people. And it isn't until a couple hours later when we're all finally deciding, okay, it's time time to bed down for the last time and crash. I better go get my overnight things. I go to reach for my keys, which I keep on a carabiner. Not a uh, locking carabiner, just one of those little spring-loaded jobbers that you get out of a out of a bin on a counter, you know. Go To reach for it, it's not on my my waist, so I check my pockets, I check my person, I check everything. I can't get to my bedding stuff because I can't, or I can't get to my 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 overnight supplies, you know, my bathroom supplies, things because like they're in my trunk. My trunk doesn't have any other way to release it. There's no latch inside. It's key only. Not even if, you know, even if I had a fob, it would have been on the key... Actually, I do have a fob, but it doesn't work. <laughs> it's on the key ring. <laughs> so, where'd my keys go? So, I'm able to access the inside of my car where I've got like my blankets and things like that. And it, if it hadn't been so dark and cold and kind of wet, I'd have pulled my car apart and tried to climb in to the trunk from the inside of the car... Uh, The seat's kind of pulled down and I can crawl in there. But I I just didn't, you know, I wasn't going to do that. I'll wait till the morning when there's light and I can start searching. So, we finally bed down and uh, uh, get things sorted and and sleep overnight. So, Sunday morning, Monday morning comes. That's right. It's Monday morning. And my alarm goes off at like 6 o'clock. Uh, because I want to have first light to start looking for my keys. I know it's going to take a while, wherever they are. So I do this. I start doing the search now. Do I tell the story now? No, I'll wait. I'll wait till the end. So I search my person again. I search all my belongings that I have pulled out of the car. I empty out the car. I do one preliminary search into the sort of the back crevice of the trunk I can't I'm, t- I'm kind of too large to kind of crawl in there myself and you know I just kind of pat down and around I'm not finding them at all and I'm going through my bags and I'm not finding them there either and so I'm thinking I'm trying to reconstruct my steps where did I go between the time where I knew I was at my car using the keys to access the car and the time that I realized I didn't have my keys any longer which was A couple hours. Well, I went over to those picnic benches, and I went across this field, and I went over here to this fire pit, and I went down this other road. There's all these places, so I just start the search. And nobody's awake yet. And, you know, I'm not too worried because I figure even if they were found by somebody, maybe they've had had them, and they're just still asleep. And once everybody wakes up, I'll be able to kind of ask around, and maybe somebody just got them. That's fine, too. So I'm not too terribly worried, but, you know, 6 o'clock becomes 7, 7 o'clock becomes 8, people finally start waking up. And I'm still kind of just kind of bopping around going, eh, you know, this happens. You know, somebody always loses a set of keys It's something like this. It's no big deal. Um, it's only going to become a big deal when it's time for us to vacate the park. <laughs> and if I don't have my keys by that point, there's going to be a problem because other people are, are scheduled to arrive and take over the park. So, um, once people start finally getting up, I start kind of pressing the word around. I talk to the camp host. <clears throat> they haven't had anything turned in. So, okay. So, then what happens? Um, breakfast starts being made for everybody. And so people start gathering And, you know, I'm getting sort of anecdotal stories about, oh, you know, I thought I saw keys here or somebody had the keys over there. And now, now comes the interesting part. Um, It's getting on towards the end of breakfast. And one of the people that are there, now many of us uh, uh, are, are very comfortable with ideas of supernatural things. And uh, some of us even uh, claim to have uh, some affinities for gifts, I should say, for reading, reading thoughts and reading emotions. I'll put it that way. Uh, one particular uh, uh, friend, uh, he says, "I see what you're doing, John. I know what it's like to be, you know, not really knowing." What to do next, or what's going to happen next, or where anything is, and and I see you searching really hard. Listen, we're going to form a fog line. We're going to once we get enough people fed and waking up and coffee and then stuff like that, we'll we'll pace the field until we we'll turn something up. But I need you to stop looking because I can feel your anxiety, and that's not helping anybody. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, fine, I will calm down. Now, I go inside, I get my own breakfast, I get some something to eat, and it's all very delicious. And I just start to kind of relax. Now, the end of the meal comes, and we all start talking about cleaning up. And one of the attendees, who'd stayed the night as well, who I hadn't talked to yet, and who otherwise had not heard the news about my search comes in holding my keys <laughs> and says do these belong to anybody here now this is where the story gets strange and I gotta do a little bit more explaining um, first of all the fellow that I talked to that told me to calm down go sit down and go have something to eat starts dying of laughter He's cracking up. Now, I'm excited because this whole time, I'm less worried about getting out of there or being able to leave. I'm thinking about my dog. I'm thinking about my dog being, you know, waiting for me to come get him. Where's my, you know, where's my guy? So, so once I see my keys and I know I'm going to be able to leave everything, I just relax. But I'm also excited. And I go and I give him a big, huge hug and I say, thank you very much. And... My other friend who's dying of laughing, he says, come here, come here, come here. And I said, okay, well, what's so funny? And now we rewind time. We go back to where he tells me about the fog line and how to go sit down and whatever. And what you need to know about this group of people and my friends is that we also very much believe in the fey folk, the little people, fairies, leprechauns, what have you. Okay. Now. This particular event weekend, well, usually somebody does a little bit of something to sort of appease the local spirits, if you will. A little offering here, a little offering there, a little tiny shrine that acknowledges that and, and, and sort of makes, makes a little deal that says, hey, guys, we're good, right? <laughs> okay. So, for whatever reason, nobody had done that this time. And it was known. It was a known thing that, that had not happened. So what this friend had done after I went and sat down was he he literally went and sort of communed, asked the local spirits for a, a given an apology and asked for forgiveness. And little offerings had been made. Now, again, the guy that brought my keys to me had not been clued in on any of this activity. He hadn't been told. He had been consulted. He wasn't even really part of the communication loop yet. He was off doing his own thing. Fifteen minutes later, from that point, <laughs> the keys had been located and returned. Now, when I got the keys back, I was so excited I didn't really think about it first. I just was glad to have them. But then I spun around again, not yet knowing this had this had all transpired, and I'd asked him. Well where did you find him? find him And he indicated a place That I had not gone to The entire evening He indicated a place far off From any place I'd been In the last 24 hours Now understand I'd only lost the keys Less than 12 hours ago How the keys ended up Where they were found Is a mystery Okay Or is it <laughs> Then I remembered the fuzzy little rabbit butt. Now I know this sounds crazy, but those of you that know me probably believe what I'm saying. For whatever reason, and because nobody made any kind of offering to the local spirits, my keys became a claiming object that was not returned until after we apologized and made offerings. And then it was 15 minutes. 15 minutes after that point, the keys came back. (laughs) And that's just crazy. (laughs) I've heard of this kind of stuff happening, but I've never had it happen to me. And that's the story of my lost keys. (laughs) It's just insane. I mean, my buddy was laughing his head off because he knew... I mean, we all just kind of generally accept it. It doesn't matter what the actual truth is. Those are our beliefs. That's how we feel about it. And I've since dedicated a little space in my own yard for thanks and and, and appreciation anytime uh to keep things going cuz that was just amazing you know call it what you will but uh there was no, there was just no way the person that returned my keys could have known they were missing from me i don't know it, 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 it put it together it's just it's just super 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 crazy so it was stuff like that there was a few other little things not directly connected to that particular story that also happened over the weekend. But um, but yeah, the keys were the big thing. They were the most visible thing to have happened. And and those of us that uh, believe that know, <laughs> it's just, it's just there was no way. There was, and the keys were located after that had happened. It wasn't like somebody was hanging on to them the whole time. The keys were still lost when the apologies were made. The keys were then located by somebody not in the loop and returned. Like they just popped into existence. It's just weird. It's very strange. Where did you find them? Way, I and mean, you just indicated to an area that I had, I know I had not stepped foot in all evening. Even if I had, I don't know how my keys could have come undone because they clip on very very deeply clip onto the loop, I could not have walked that far from any place that I was and have them just pop off, so I don't know they they just they just made up made off away somehow from I honestly thought I'd locked them in my trunk or dropped them in a crevice inside my trunk. A friend of mine later on that day while I was researching my car, climbed into my trunk and found the emergency release latch, so I was able to get in my trunk we tore the whole thing apart. It looks great in there now, anyway amazing crazy craziness it's just kind of weekend I had uh just super strange anyway that's a particularly long recording I'm not sure uh, I'll ever do one this long again but I had to tell the story it was an amazing weekend it was so great to see everybody it was very magical for me for many other reasons um and I I sort of loathe the idea that it has to take so long for another one of these to come up, but um, boy, do I feel refreshed! I just I just came back from my first night back at work, and it was a great night, and I'm actually looking forward to crashing out now because it's very late. <laughs> so, that's my story. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, leave me a message for any other reason doesn't really matter. And uh, oh yeah, pictures. I will put a link on my blog post to uh, my Instagram. So that you can go look at my latest posts, because those will all be pictures from, from the venue and from the site. And you can see just some of the places I went. And, uh, yeah, that's it for now. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Take care now. Bye.